I don't know how you are, but when I have a problem in my life, I like to try and solve it. I get frustrated if there's something that either if it's accounting and I can't figure out why my checkbook doesn't balance, not that I do that, but if I did, that would frustrate me. Or if my car has a problem, or if there's an illness and it's a prolonged situation that we just can't find a solution to, it's frustrating. We want to fix things. We don't like to sit in this unresolved state. But you can imagine Christ who created the world in such a perfect and beautiful state. He had a joy with Adam and Eve. There was a relationship of love and faith and trust and obedience. They literally were in paradise. But then they fell. I'm sure Jesus wanted to rush in and fix it. To make it all better again. But what he had to fix was our human nature. So by definition, he was prevented from fixing it. He couldn't go in and make it all better, not respecting our free will, not maintaining a relationship of love and trust. And so we were assigned to death and separation. And if we look at the progression of how long it took, what patience, what slow development that he had to work with his creation to bring about the solution. And the solution is actually no solution. It's an environment. He created the possibility. He conquered death. He reopened the doors of paradise. But in that progress, he revealed himself to us. We sing it in the Orthros. God is the Lord and has revealed himself to us. He revealed himself to us little by little by little so that he wouldn't overwhelm our free will, take away our free will, conquer any sort of doubt or separation from him. In fact, it took thousands of years before he even let us know his essential makeup. For so long the Israelites said, our Lord God is one. And then, at the baptism in the Jordan at the hand of John, it is suddenly revealed that God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And God wants to do that for us. He wants to reveal himself to us. He wants to restore us to paradise, to be in a relationship of trust and love and obedience, just the way it once was. So he reveals himself to us. At the OCF retreat this past week, Father Michael Nasser showed us the picture of a wagon wheel 
and use that to illustrate what God is dealing with, basically. He's dealing with us. And when He deals with us, we only touch time at that point where the wheel hits the road. What's coming is in the future. What's already gone is past. None of those are realities. But how many of us live in the future, worried about what will happen to us? Or how many of us live in the past, regrets, sorrows, pains that we have suffered? So you see, Christ has a big job to get us to live in the precious present the way Adam was in fellowship with him, in trust, and in relationship. Well, he did everything he could to create the environment. Well, one of the things he did was he sanctified the waters. Why water? Water was one of the first things that he created, and the waters covered the earth. Scientists Wherever they go, first thing they look for is water. Because it takes water to have life. So when Christ sanctified the waters, he sanctified all of creation. If for an instant all of creation was sanctified and blessed and restored to paradise. If just for an instant. We still live in this fallen world, but as it said in the readings today, what's below communes with heaven above, and what's above communes with heaven below. So he used this essential ingredient that we can't live without, and he sanctified it, and he blessed it. And with water, he's able to create cleansing, life-giving water, Water that will renew us and refresh us. And so we come to this service and we bless the waters and we do it every year. Well, why do we do it every year? Because we're new every year. We're not the same people we were last year. So we recognize and follow the life-saving events. Remember the wheel touching the ground. And then we take this water and we take it home with us. And every morning we're reminded, live as if you were in paradise. Love as if you were in paradise. Trust as if you were in paradise. And to do that, he gives us a little bit of paradise. I start my day out with andiderun, and holy water to be strengthened, to be reminded, to be given the power to live this day with the knowledge that God has granted me. And he does grant us knowledge of himself. He is beyond knowing. He is incomprehensible. He is beyond anything that we can imagine. But still he wants us to know him. He wants to reveal himself to to us as much as we can sustain without being killed, without being obliterated, without being overwhelmed. 
He will reveal that to us. So with our knowledge and with our understanding, we study about God, we learn about God. But that's not the same as knowing God. And knowing God doesn't necessarily come through knowledge. As we read in Isaiah, and as St. John Chrysostom tells us, hence it behooves us to yield constantly to the unsearchableness of God's wisdom and the immensity of his love. Our ways are not God's ways. Isaiah writes, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Every day we have to come to him in humility and love to bring our problems, to bring our challenges, bring those things that we can't fix. And those things that we don't have patience to wait for him to fix, to give us strength, to live in that relationship of trust and love and peace and joy. And if we can start out every day partaking of paradise with drinking the holy water, that which has been sanctified, to give us that strength to remain in the precious present, to turn things over to Him, to trust Him for the future, to be healed of the past. Because he really reveals himself to us not only through knowledge, but through experience, through our everyday encounters. It is an opportunity and a challenge to see the kingdom of God manifest in our midst. So that as we are sanctified, so the whole world will be sanctified. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.